Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this great King, this Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming in the clouds for His people. Any moment, he commands his people to watch therefore and be ready. And wow, is this a real watch therefore message on this show today. I think it's something very special from God's word that we're going to see today. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. My biggest challenge with this program is to get all this important, exciting information out uh, in the time that we had today. Oh, Holy Father and Messiah Yeshua's name, thank you for this great opportunity uh, to to proclaim your coming Messiah Jesus to proclaim this message of paradigm shift, heavenly paradigm shifts that we get to live through and be part of if we'll just catch the vision today. Bless all of our listeners. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. We thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, I'm Dove Schwartz. I'm proclaiming King Jesus is coming, and I've got a special message, and, and I'm going to introduce it in this way. And, and, and I don't, I can't go into great detail because I want to get to the Word of God, but let me just lay this bit of a foundation for the message today. Uh, there are heavenly paradigm shifts. There are kingdom paradigm shifts that come from heaven to earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as, is, as it is in heaven. And there are times when that kingdom coming and that will of the Lord being done uh, makes great changes in the order of the way things are. You know, there's a term out there today that goes something like this. Well, it is what it is. Well, it is what it is until it isn't. Um, for example, it it was it just was what it was during the days of Noah when it was so evil. But then it wasn't that anymore when there, that flood came. And after that flood, the, those floodwaters subsided, everything was new. It was a paradigm shift. Uh, and, and, and when Noah's family got off that ark, everything had changed and everything was new. There was a new paradigm. There was a new way and order on the earth. And, and so it was in the time of the Mosaic law. Everything shifted and changed. And the way of righteousness was through this this people of Israel under the, 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 the lawgiver, Moses. Um, and... And, and the way of righteousness was observed through uh, the Mosaic law and was experienced, the, real, the actual presence of the Lord was experienced uniquely as the Lord operated through that Mosaic law. And another big paradigm shift came. The Savior, this Messiah, died on the cross. Hallelujah. He was buried, and on the third day he rose again. Yes, and there, there's a huge paradigm shift came, and that leads us right into this teaching today. Because uh, people have asked me before, well, how is it, you know, you like Bible prophecy, you're Mr. Bible prophecy, you love to teach Bible prophecy. How is it, Mr. Bible prophecy, dude? How is it that, that, that then the Lord looked at those disciples and said to them in the book of Acts, well, it's not for you to know the times and the seasons the Lord has. How? Well, and I've heard... Many Bible prophecy scoffers talk about that. Well, well here's, here's the answer to that. There was a fellow, a fellow named Paul the Lord hadn't raised up yet. And he was raising him up to usher in this paradigm shift. And the Lord showed Paul times and seasons and very specific mysteries that were unfolded were so through Paul. Through Paul, he was a, a, an agent of paradigm shift. And I assert to you today... 
that everyone with within the sound of my voice right now can be one of those people because there is a paradigm shift, a heavenly paradigm shift taking place right now. And it's not some mystic, mysterious, excuse me, it's not some mysterious, mystical thing that's floating around out in space. No, it's happening right in front of your very eyes. The world, most of the people who have ever been alive on planet Earth are alive today, and they're about to experience the wrath of God. And at the same time, there's going to be a sweep of the gospel of Jesus Christ sweeping the whole earth where many people will be saved. Though it will be a, the most dangerous, tumultuous paradigm ever to hit planet earth. That's what Messiah Jesus said. He said there, there's a time of tribulation coming such as never been on planet earth. He said that in Matthew 24. He said that in, the, in, uh, in, in Mark and in Luke. And so... Uh, and, and and we see it also in other books of the Bible, like Daniel, and and so let's. Having said that, there is also let me explain this: great miracles and signs and wonders and gl- the glory of God available, uh, where sin abounds, and it certainly is today. Grace much more abounds, and so will we be agents of the paradigm shift? And and let's take a look at, at an example when when Paul is out with the gospel. See the other disciples that initially didn't understand about the gospel going to the nations of the earth, and Paul was a was a paradigm shift agent for the gospel going to the earth. Now we are paradigm shift agents ushering in the rapture of Messiah Jesus, the great tribulation, and then the messianic reign of Jesus on the earth for a thousand years. That's all right in front of us right now, though most in the church can't see that. Boy, but for the ones who can, wow. Look at the liberty that comes with a vision of a paradigm shift. Here we go. So I'm just going to read a lot of Acts chapter 16 to get what I'm trying to get to. And and so stay with me. Listen fast. Then, Paul, he came to Derby and Lystra, and behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted to have him go on with him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region, for they all knew that his father was Greek. And they went through the cities. They delivered to them the decrees to keep, which were determined by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem. Well, this is so important because in, in the previous chapter we see in Acts 15 that there is this paradigm shift of, of the gospel now going to the nations, the gospel of Messiah Jesus, and this having to deal with, uh, do they have to keep the law of Moses and all these other things? And, and the answer was no at the end of the day in Jerusalem. And there, and there were these decrees that were to be delivered to the congregations regarding these ma- matters. It was a big paradigm shift, and Paul is the one taking this information out to the to the churches to the congregations in the nations so i continue so the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily now when they had gone through phrygia this is paul and and, and those with him um, specifically silas now when they had gone through phrygia and the region of galatia they were forbidden by the holy spirit to preach the word in asia after they had come to mycia they tried to go to bithynia but the spirit did not permit them So passing by Mycenae, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with him, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Wow. The Bible says without a vision, the people will perish. But more accurately, it says without a vision, without a prophetic word from God, the people will cast off all restraint, meaning they will wander into into sin and darkness and destroy themselves. 
Now, after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. Therefore, sailing from Troas, we ran a straight course to Samothrace, and the next day came to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the foremost city of that part of Macedonia, a colony, and we were staying in that city for some days. And on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made, and we sat down and spoke to the women who met there. Now, a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira who worshiped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. Wow, it's exciting. And and when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. Now, look at this. Isn't this exciting? Uh, Paul is answering. He was responding to this vision of this man in the vision who cried out, come and help us. And, and he goes to this riverside where where uh, these dear uh, God-fearing uh, ladies are worshiping. And he shares the gospel with them. And they're, and they're getting saved and baptized. This is, this is all according to the program. This is great. But now look what happens. Uh, Acts 16, beginning of verse 16. Now, it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us. It's a demon spirit who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out of her. He came out that very hour. Wow, this is great. Uh, Paul is 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 walking in the power and the glory of the Holy Spirit, casting demons out. Um, this poor dear lady who's been demonized and is operating in witchcraft. Uh, she is set free. Isn't this great? Well, one would think so. And, and and everything is going rosy so far. But, you know, oftentimes, even when, especially when it's a vision from the Lord, things don't go so rosy. I, I like to say it this way. You've given your life to Jesus. Don't expect a marching band. There's going to be trouble ahead. And, and there is here. Look in verse 19. But when her masters saw that their hope of profit, hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. So uh, Luke is writing this uh, and, 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 and he's with them. And, and now we see Paul and Silas, the ringleaders here of the gospel, uh, being dragged off to the authorities by these men who this woman who was full of demon spirits, she was making them money. No, they don't care about her soul. They don't care. She was being dragged to hell and possessed by demon spirits. And it's costing them money. And now, um, there's there's uh, there's great anger and violence in these men's hearts. And so now in verse 20, and they brought them to the magistrates and said, these men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city. You see, these guys understood that to believe in Jesus is very Jewish because they were after these Jews who were preaching this Jewish Messiah. Right. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe. The Philippians were very proud of their relationship with the Romans and that the Romans ruled over them and they had commerce there and Roman society was um, a, a big part of Philippian society. It, it was a big deal to them. Continuing on, 
Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Now, here's the deal. These guys, listen, I've been involved in prison ministry before. And 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 so you, you, the guys that are that are in prison, most of them, they're guilty. They've done something to go to prison, and some of them, hallelujah, get saved in prison. But 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 see, Paul and Silas, they're in prison for the gospel. They're in prison for 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 walking in the vision the Lord gave them, right? And 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 we need to remember something. Uh, Paul and Paul. He's, he's seen the Lord. He's seen from the Lord. He understands things. He sees things. And, he, and, and so Paul is in prison, and, and, and they've put these stocks on. They've put these clasps on his ankles. They've beaten him, bloody. He and Silas are in the deepest, uh, uh, darkest part of this prison. And, and, and there would be an opportunity for them to be very bitter and to be very upset. Like, God, what are we doing here? Why why aren't we out there doing the vision that you've called us to? But no, you're going to see here in a moment. That's not what they're thinking. You see, let me read this next verse. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. You see, Paul's the kind of guy that he has such an understanding of of the glory of Messiah Jesus. He understands that there are angels flying around him uh, and, and our Father in heaven crying out, holy, holy, holy. He has eyes of faith that human eyes can't see things like this, right? Paul was in, was in prison and he wrote to the Ephesians. And, and I'm going to just kind of, for time's sake, uh, paraphrase what he was saying. He, he was in prison writing to people who were, practically and, and and physically free. But who has more freedom? Paul's in prison saying things like this to them. If you could just see what I can see, if you could just hear what I can hear about the love of God and the, and, and, and the, the identity he has for us and, and, and what he's done for us and who he is to us. And the Bible says many are his thoughts toward us and, 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 and the glory and majesty of Jesus as he truly and really is. And, and so Paul is sitting in a prison cell he, and, and, and other people are out there, but who's more free? Who's more free? I think we're going to see a demonstration of that in just a moment because Paul and Silas, they're praying and they're singing hymns to God. And, and and the prisoners are in there listening to them. The prisoners are in there listening to them. And, and listen to this. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. Folks, this isn't a normal earthquake. Earthquakes don't leave buildings standing and doors opening and chains coming off of people. No, this is the liberty and the freedom and the glory of Messiah Jesus that's associated with receiving a vision from him and a paradigm shift and walking in it. 
This is the signs and wonders that are available today even. Well, signs and wonders don't happen. Well, they don't happen to people who say things like that probably. But 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 they but they are available and, and this is a paradigm shift and look at how look at the power of Satan operating on the earth today. Well, don't you think the power of God is even greater to operate through his people at this time? Or is Satan the only one in his people allowed to walk in, in paradigm-shifting power? Come on. Come on. Suddenly there's a great earthquake, and the foundations of the prison were shaking, and the doors were open, and everyone's chains were loosed. That's what's available for us today. For, for we can walk in this kind of liberty, and other people can, through our vision and through our walk in this paradigm shift. Well, the keeper of the prison awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. Why? Well, he figured since these people I'm in charge of have escaped, um, the, what, what the guard, what my bosses are going to do to me who run this prison is a lot worse than me falling on the sword. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. What happened then? But Paul called with a loud voice saying, do, your, do yourself no harm, for we are all here. <laughs> We're all here. Who's all here? Hail, hail, the gang's all here. You know how the song goes, right? I wasn't saying hell like they say it in Texas. Hail. I, I, it's a song. Hail, hail, the, the gang's all Anyhow, so the deal is none of those, there must have been some really hardened criminals in this place. There must have been people there who would die, who would love to get out of there. I don't know. There could be people with long sentences or people even on their way to death sentences in this prison, but none of them left. Why? Here's why. Because the freedom they were experiencing through Paul and Silas was much more liberating than anything they could experience away from them and outside of that place where very temporary freedom would be offered. That's why. No, they knew where the freedom was. It was in that prison because that's where these paradigm-changing agents were. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These men are out with the gospel in the nations. It's a new thing. Yeah. A new thing is on this earth now. Uh, the kingdom of God is at hand. The judgments of the Lord are falling all over the earth now. Israel is a nation. The birth pangs are here. We are as in the days of Noah, so it will be the coming of the Son of Man. Here we are now to see chains come off of people. Here we are now to live this kind of life. Well, Paul called with a loud voice saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light, ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? You see, they heard them singing, I believe, this gospel. They heard them praising this living Savior. And, and his glory and majesty was all over them. And then this prison shook and the doors opened and chains came off. But everybody stayed there. Why? Because they knew these men had the only answer to life. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to God but through me. And these men had that. So he fell down before them. I've, I've literally had people say this to me when I've been sharing Jesus with them. I can think of one testimony, uh, and I don't have time to go into it right now, but the person said, how then can I be saved? Just like this. Yeah? So, so they said, Paul and Silas, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You and your household. 
Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And, and, and I, I can't go on any further. We're running. I, I'm going to go on just a little further. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now, when he brought them into his house, he set food before them. He rejoiced, having believed in God with his whole household. Oh, hallelujah. And there's much more that that, that happens here. Uh, those men that, that beat Paul, they they came in humility uh, and, and when they found out Paul was a Roman. And now Paul's really calling the shots and, and, and all kinds of things are happening here. Listen, folks, I, I'm so sick. Of, and more importantly, I believe the Lord is sick of dead Christian religion. Lifeless. It's like Christian in name only. But there's there's little presence of the Lord and real power. We are in such a special time. That's why we have this program called Watch Therefore. We're watching for King Jesus to come. Oh, that we would not forget who we are and what time this is. And, 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 and is there anyone listening who hears what I'm saying and says, I want to I be an agent of the Lord in this paradigm shift that's about to usher all these things in. I, I, I don't want to sit around. I don't want to be dead and religious. I, I don't want to be selfish. I, I want to see other people's chains come off. I want the chains to come off of me and others as well. If, if that's you, join with me in prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, here we are. Here we are for your glory. Here we are for your honor. Here we are for you, not for ourselves. If you're listening and you haven't been saved by Jesus yet, you don't have much time. Call upon the name of the Lord and be saved from this perverse and wicked generation. Hallelujah. 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 Bless all who have listened today. Bless, 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 Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. I've got to tell you about our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. You can find it at pouredoutforthenations.com. You can go to watchtherefore.tv and find it as well. Uh, we're going to Uganda with this gospel. We're going to preach the coming of Messiah Jesus. They're sitting at the edge of their seats. They're waiting to hear about the second coming of Messiah Jesus. We're, we're going to minister to orphans and to widows. Listen, you, you don't want to miss what the Lord's doing in this hour. And this is a real opportunity. Um, what we're doing in Uganda, uh, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows is God in his holy habitation. There's 200 orphans there. We, we took uh, shoes to them last time. We, we bought 200 pair of shoes. There's, there's things we're praying about for this trip, but we're, there's a few of us coming, one from Israel, another one from Texas, and there's three of us that are going to be there. And, and, and so you can join in, even if you're not going to go. You can pray. You can pray. Uh, you, you can uh, get on our newsletter on our website, pouredoutforthenations.com or watchtherefore.tv, and, and you can pray along with us monthly. You can uh, give. You can give. You know, the gospel is free. But the craziest thing about this travel agent of ours, I, the, the nerve of this woman, if we don't send her money, she doesn't send me a plane ticket. Can you imagine that? And, and so there's hotel rooms and people have been giving. And then part of this trip is already funded, a good part of it. But as you send funds in, we can be more creative with how we uh, get things for the orphans. And there's all kinds of cool stuff we can do. So if you have any questions, and, and uh, contact me at the website. There's contact information. But listen, here we are in this final generation. Let's... Let's not miss the wave that's coming. Let's ride the wave as we watch, therefore. And, and I encourage everyone to do that as we close this show today. Watch, therefore. Messiah Jesus, he's coming. And he's coming any moment. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. 
Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv and mail, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus. Hi, this is John Peake with Israeli Self-Defense, Haganah Houston. If you've ever thought about taking classes to learn skills to protect you and your family, we are the people to see. We offer authentic Israeli self-defense, performance-based fitness, and firearm training. We can help you and your family gain the skills to protect yourself in a functional way in a safe environment with Jesus as the head and the guide for us, having both integrity in the business and integrity on the mat. We want to come alongside you to help you gain the skills you need without breaking the bank. We offer 14 classes a week, 12 different curriculums, active shooter scenarios, active assault scenarios, things that would actually possibly happen in real life. You can reach us at IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. Don't get caught without a plan.